Well, hey there, American Farmsteaders. This is Jenny with the Grimstead Family Farm. And Donna with Hazel Bell Farm. And we are coming to y'all from Northeast Florida as two American Farmsteaders doing our best to grow our own food and share our homesteading experiences with you in hopes that you would grow a little bit of food of your own. Yep. And this week we are talking about the perfect homesteader gift ideas. Yes, because Christmas is right around the corner. It is so fast. And I have done hardly no shopping at all. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. Not that it's about the shopping. It's not about the shopping. I love and I love Christmas. Yeah. I love the Christmas season. I love Christmas music. Yeah. I love all of it. I love gifting, but I hate spending money. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. It's hard for me. Yeah, it is hard. Um, I really appreciate homestead gift ideas. Like, you know, homemade gift ideas. Yeah. Experiences and homemade stuff. Those are my favorite things, but that's like a personal thing. And I know that's not what people came for. Yeah. (laughs) And useful things. Yeah. yeah. Like once upon a time, it used to be really annoying to get something that was really useful for Christmas. Like yeah. in my younger years. <laughs> like a vacuum cleaner. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now my like, how oh, things have changed. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, we have a lot of practical homestead gift ideas. A lot of people are new into the homestead world and yeah. um, you know, they they have these on their wish list. So mm-hmm. we have all the things from big ticket to small ticket. We have a whole blog post on them. We're going to do kind of a brief rundown now. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So starting with the beginner homesteader. Okay. Right. So think back all those years ago, right? <laughs> She's thinking. Seed She's- starting supplies. Okay. That's good stuff. Yep. 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 Okay. So all the tangible things, but I say start with the books. Ooh. Right. Good idea. And start, I always tell people when they are interested in homesteading to start in the kitchen. Yeah. So we'll get to seed starting. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, start with the books. So we have a list of like some favorite books, some really good resources that you can reference over and over and over again. These are books that we reference over and over and over again. Um, on different topics of keeping goats and soap making and gardening and a family cow and, um, you know, your, your old time favorite cookbooks and stuff like that. Um, and then as far as the kitchen goes, man, like, (laughs) like I said, you can go big ticket with like the KitchenAid mixer and the food dehydrator, or you can go smaller. I mean, like a a vacuum sealer is kind of middle of the road, right? But it's it's a cheaper way to do some food preservation. Yeah. And, you know, throw that stuff in the freezer. Right. And and might feel a little bit safer for the newer homesteader, maybe for mm-hmm. the person who hasn't quite gotten into pressure canning or something like that. You yeah. know, a good vacuum sealer. I love my vacuum sealer. Yeah. I We're on our third one in our whole marriage. Yeah. I scored mine for free. Somebody was just giving it away. A homeschool mom that I know wow. was just giving it away. And it was like brand new. And it came with the bags and everything. I'm like, seriously? That's yeah. crazy. I'll come get your vacuum sealer. <laughs> yeah. I use my vacuum sealer uh, for cheese all the time. Ooh. Um, and then, yeah, I use it to for frozen produce out of the garden yeah. all the time. Meat and frozen, and frozen vegetables. Mm-hmm. If we want to blanch and freeze <laughs> like anything yeah. broccoli green beans carrots yeah super peppers. useful yeah peppers like when the peppers come in in droves and you don't know what to do with you yes. can't eat that many peppers no. all at once <laughs> so yeah i like to chop and freeze them onions mm-hmm. chop yep. and freeze so mm-hmm. anything that's going in the freezer we vacuum seal vacuum seal it mm-hmm. yep 
And then I know people use them like to marinate meat and stuff like that. I don't really do that. No, me either. Most of our meat is like frozen in bulk anyways already. So, yeah. So what books are on your list for the new homesteader? Do you have like an actual book list? I do. Okay. I do. I mean, I have an extensive book list. Right. But I'll just quickly cover some that are on that blog post. Yeah. Um, the grocery grow grocery row gardening book by David the Good. Yep, of course, mm-hmm. right? The all new square foot gardening book by Mel Bartholomew. Now, I picked that because that is the first gardening book that really inspired me to grow my garden big. Nice. And so it it's really a cool book. It taught me that you can plant intensively and just feed the soil. Um, since then I've gotten more into compost, but it also taught me that like you can plant in anything, you can plant in any kind of median, um, at medium at the time I was watching this guy on YouTube. I don't think he posts anymore, but he would grow everything in sawdust, straight sawdust for real because he had access to it and he just would (laughs) feed it a good liquid fertilizer and really, yeah. And he grew tons of produce. Wow. So, I mean, it's not ideal to me. Like I want a good living soil, right? Yeah. (laughs) But I didn't like, like I said, this was before I knew what I know now. Right. And it taught me that you can grow in anything. Right. So it's like people grow, growing in the hay bales. Exactly. Like living on the sand mountain here. Yeah. Right. It, it gives, it inspires me that it encourages me that I can do it. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see. Seed to Seed is a good uh, resource by Suzanne Ashworth. It's a good seed saving book, but it also has so much information in there about all the different kinds of plants that you're growing and why you save the seeds in that particular way. So a lot of good history on everything. I mean, it's cool. just a really good resource to have. So, uh, I'll leave it at that for the gardening stuff. Um, this is a cookbook. This is an old one that was gifted to me. I think it came out of a thrift shop. It's like, when I say old, it's like copyright in the 30s or 40s, something like that. Um, the Essential Kitchen Gardener. Okay. And it's by Frida Arkin and Constance Arkin Del Nero. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's a really cool little cookbook. Um, has a lot of recipes in it, but then it also, it talks about gardening the ingredients that are going in these recipes. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit of both. Okay. I love it. Nice. And it's like, I mean, the pages are falling apart. <laughs> Those old cookbooks are super cool. Yeah. It was so different back then what they used to cook. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and using, you know, like all the using parts all the of parts. the animal in ways that, like, we're essentially rediscovering, uh-huh. right? We don't know. Uh-huh. We don't know what to do with cow tongue. Right, or <laughs> oxtail, uh-huh. you know? We've had to relearn. It's pretty <laughs> cool. It's a, it's a good book. Um, Medicinal Herbs by Rosemary Gladstar, famous herbalist. Yeah. Um. Let's see, The Tiny But Mighty Farm by Jill Reagan. Yeah, that's a great book. Yeah, came out last year. I love it. I'm rereading it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, super inspiring for what you can do, big scale in a small space. Um, that's why I like it. And implementing some of her systems. And um, check her out at Whispering Willow Farms because she's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And grows a ton of food. Mm-hmm. Grows a ton of food in a small space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, you know, all kinds, all kinds of books on general homesteading. Um, oh, Carla Emery's. Yes. Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia of Country Living. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> I can't think of it off the top of my head. It is in that list. Yeah. That's a great book. There is a ton 
ton of information in that mm-hmm. book. Anytime I'm curious about anything, mm-hmm. open that book. It's in there. And it's in there. Yeah. yeah. Everything from sewing to working with leather to soap making, anything homesteading is yes. in there. I understand it took her several years to write that book. That book is such a cool resource. Yeah, it is. It's cool. Back to Basics is another cool one. has a little bit of everything. It's not quite as in-depth as Carla Emery's, but mm-hmm. it's a good one. Okay. Good one to have on the shelf. Books about livestock. Um, all of the stories. Stories, guys. Yeah. yeah. All of those are good. So, uh, I mean, gosh, pick one. Right. Or get the whole set. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. Those are cool books. So you can find most of those at Tractor Supply. Of course, they're all on Amazon. And we'll put links. Yeah, we'll put some links. Um, so kitchen stuff. Like okay. I said, the yeah. the vacuum sealer. What what do you use in the kitchen the most as far as your homestead goes? Uh, I honestly use my pressure canner a lot. Mm-hmm. Not only for pressure canning, but for making bone broth. Mm-hmm. And I use my crock pot a lot. Yeah. I do. I, I'm not a real gadgety person when it comes to the kitchen. I'm not either. I'm really not. I really like it to be very minimal. Yeah. Um, I use my immersion blender a lot. A lot. I a lot. Too. For making soap, for making hot sauce. I mean. Ketchup. I, yeah. Mayonnaise. I use the immersion blender a lot. Yeah. I use it for mayonnaise a lot. Mm-hmm. Mine's broke right now, too. You can't live without that. I know. I need to order another one. <laughs> that would be one of my top ones. Yeah, immersion blender. And mason jars. Mm-hmm. I use mason jars for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do, too. We drink out of them, and we store everything in the refrigerator in them. Yeah. Yeah. Mason jars, for sure. You can never have enough of those. A good set of knives. Mm-hmm. I've become big on my knives lately. Like, I used to not care so much about my knives, but... I'm really starting to care about my knives now. Like I, I've seen the difference and like you get what you pay for when it comes to a knife. Yeah, the right tool is going to help you do a better job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for sure. Knives. Instant pot is something that I feel like you love or hate, like the air fryer. Right. I have no use for the air fryer. Uh, somebody gave us one. Yeah. That's not something I would ever buy, but somebody gave us one. And like I made something in it twice and I was just, I mean, at the time, yeah. all of my kids were living at home and it was like, this is ridiculous. I can only make eight chicken nuggets in this thing. I'm going to have to run it 10 times to feed everybody. You can you know? have your one nugget. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I gave it away. Yeah. I burned everything in mine and yeah, I didn't like the small batches. I think now they make them bigger. Yeah, or they have the air fry setting on the oven. I do like that. Which that might be kind of cool to have. Yeah, I do like that. We have that. Um, But the Instant Pot is great for, I use it all the time for making yogurt. Sweet potatoes come out perfectly. Yeah. Rice. Uh Uh-huh. Eggs is the only way I cook eggs that, uh, you know, hard-cooked eggs that peel easily. Okay. So that's a thing. Like farm fresh eggs, they don't peel very easily. Yeah. I've done all the things with the salt and the baking soda and, you know, the ice water, blah, 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 blah. The Instant Pot, for sure. You cook them five minutes and then you let it um, do its natural pressure release for five minutes. And then they do go in ice water for five minutes and they peel, easy peel every time. Nice. So it can be laid right from the coop, go in the pot and it peels. So I do like the Instant Pot for that. And a couple other things um, I will use it for, bone broth, for sure. I mean, you can only get like a gallon of broth at a time, Yeah, which is fine. If, you know, it goes in the fridge, I'm not going to can it. Right. I'll use it. Right. Um, but it's fast. Instead of cooking your bones down for two days in the crock pot, 
it cooks. I mean, it's like two hours. Yeah. And then boiled peanuts this year we Ooh, learned. You did boiled peanuts <laughs> we in did the our, We did our fresh peanuts. Yeah. Now, see, I, I see. I did my fresh peanuts in my big pressure canner. Right. You know, and did a giant batch like that. We still have peanuts on the shelf. Do you? I can't wait to grow them again next year. I'm convinced I'm going to do like a like a field <laughs> in my front yard. Like we're going to grow some peanuts. All peanuts. How are you going to keep the deer and rabbits out of them? Um... Put a dog up there. There you go. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. That will work for sure. Cast iron pans. Ooh, that's on my list. Although they've been on my list for a long time. I used to have some, but before I knew like the correct way to use them, I totally ruined them. Oh. (laughs) And got rid of them. And, um, but so they've been on my list for a little while now, but my mom recently um, was cleaning out her shed and she found her whole entire set of stainless steel pans that she had when I was a kid. They're from mm. Amway. Oh my God. They are from Amway. <laughs> and these are the most heavy duty stainless steel pans. And wow. she she brought them to me. She's like, do you want these? I'm like, yes. Was like, it like a, um, like a marketing prize? Like if you sold so much, you got the set of pans. Yeah, you know probably. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they were all about their Amway when I was a kid. That's funny. Um, but yeah, it's like a whole complete set. It has all the lids and everything. So I threw out all my pans a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I'm using just her old stainless steel now. So that's kind of fun. Cool. Yes. Maybe not as cool as cast iron, but. Yeah. Well, so all of our pots are stainless steel. Yeah. Um, and I think that's on the list. Heavy bottom stainless steel. They're pots. heavy. Yeah. 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 When you're making um, anything with milk, like any kind of cheese thing, um, you really want a heavy bottom. Otherwise, uh, you'll, you'll scorch your milk. Oh. Yeah. A thin, like a thin aluminum pot is not going to do it. Okay. You'll scorch your milk. It'll get too hot. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Making jams and stuff, those uh-huh. the heavy bottom is better. I mean, they do cost a lot more than a cheap aluminum pot. Yeah. But stainless steel also, like you're not going to, there's there's a lot of studies about aluminum, you know, and how yeah. that leaches into our food and yeah. our bodies take it in and they don't expel it. So mm-hmm. like stainless steel, is it's, it's a superior product. Yeah. So definitely spend the extra money. So for a gift, it works well, yeah. right? It's something Absolutely. you don't want to spend money on. Bread pans. Mm. Sourdough baking kit. Yeah. Fun stuff like that. Maybe those baking stones. Yes. That would be a fun gift. Yeah. Like Pampered Chef stuff? Yeah. I love my Pampered Chef Yeah. When we lived in Texas, I had a really good seasoned baking stone, and I always just left it in my oven. That's just where I stored it, Mm -hmm. and I left it in the oven (gasps) when we moved. Oh, no. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On that note... Butter paddles, cheese baskets, cheese making supplies, yeah, pasta maker. I mean, whatever it is that they're into, wanting to learn about, yeah, get them the tools for that. Yeah, a food mill. Mm-hmm. I have a. It's not a food mill. It's not like the one that you hand crank right. the thing. I have one that um, it's like an old. I don't know what it's called, but it it works like a food mill. But it's like the big funnel shape. And it's got a stand that the funnel sits in and okay. then like a packing, a wooden tool. Okay. <laughs> you pack and you push. And anyways, it's good for like tomato sauce to get the seeds out if you're willing to do that. Like normally I'm not, but if I'm making tomato soup, I don't want the seeds in the skin. So I will do that. 
Um, and then I do use it for like our blackberry jam to get the seed. Nobody wants blackberry seeds right. in their jam. No. You know? No. So like my kids didn't care when they were younger, but now that they're older, they do. Say yeah. So. They're like, we want it, but we don't want the seeds. Mm-hmm. So I started okay. running through that. I know. But it's all by hand. It's not like an automatic food mill. Right. <laughs> um, they do make those and kitchen, like a KitchenAid mixer. There's all the attachments for that. You could do the ice cream maker. You could do the food mill. You could do the pasta thing. I don't, there's so many. Are I, there really? Yeah. I couldn't, there's a meat grinder. That's a, that's a good homestead purchase. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all kinds of stuff. Should, should I keep going on the kitchen stuff or move on? I mean, we could talk kitchen for ever, uh, ever. Like all kinds of things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all in the blog post it's too, all, right? Yeah. Go to AmericanFarmSetters.com. We'll link it and we'll link the post in the show notes for this episode. Yeah. And um, there's a whole bunch of ideas there. Yeah. Um, so next, the gardener. So you said it. Yeah. Seed seeds. Starting. Yeah. yeah. Pots. Yep. Seeds. Um, all, all Grow the, lights. Yeah. Heat mats. Heat mats. Humidity domes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you really want to, like, splurge and be super, super, super nice, you know, you could get the really good quality seed starting trays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, from Bootstrap Farmer. Oh, I wish they would sponsor us. I know. Their <laughs> seed starting supplies are so nice. I love so, them. I love them, too. And, I'm, you know, I held out for so long because I'm like, do I really want to yeah. spend that kind of money on seed stuff? Same. And I bought them, and I was like, oh, my word. There's, it's a different product. It's a totally different ball game with those trays. Mm-hmm. I would love more of those trays if, any, yeah. if my loved ones listen. Right. <laughs> And you can buy cheap pots to to you know use in those. But if you're going to gift, then why not gift better right. pots? Yeah, those, because they're pots. Same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a game changer for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I asked for a water hose last year for Christmas. Is that weird? <laughs> no, because I don't think I have one good hose on my farm right now. Yeah, I didn't get one. He refused to buy me one. He's like, I'm not. That's stupid. I'm not buying you a water hose for Christmas. <laughs> So I ended up buying my own water hose. But yeah, that's, what about, that's one of those things that I want. Yeah, like what about a really good nozzle for mm-hmm. your garden hose that has like that really good shower setting on it that's right. great for watering? Or like a wand, a watering wand. A watering wand. That would be a cool gift. This year, it's drip lines. Ooh. So like fancy water hose. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Haas has those um, irrigation kits where it, it comes with everything. It's like an all-in-one kit. You can decide how many, like, I think they sell them, like, by the 100 feet of hose or right. something. They have, like, a smaller one and a bigger one. And right. it comes with all the adapters. I watched a video from them one day on it. It's super easy to set up. Like, Is it drip or is it, like, the little pop-up sprinkler? No, it's drip. It's drip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't care one of those things. I don't uh-huh. care which one it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something like that <laughs> on all of my beds. Um, but I have a lot of beds, so I don't know. That would be nice. I might be asking for a lot. What about um, fun tools like just a really good, high quality pair of pruning shears? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Haas also has. I don't know what they call it. <laughs> they need to sponsor us. I know. <laughs> they also have this. Um, it's like a knife ring. I oh, think that's yes. maybe what they call it, but it's like a ring that goes on your finger and uh-huh. it has like a little a blade, hook, a little hook blade on it. And so you can just go through and just like 
cut stuff super fast. Like lettuce. Like little things. Yeah. I yeah, I saw that. And then I thought, what am I what would I use it for? Green beans is my first thought. Yeah. Green beans, lettuce. I don't know. I would I'm sure I would figure it out if I had it. Broccoli shoots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those are thinner. Mm-hmm. Yep. It would be cool to have. It would be cool. It's like a it's like a knife. It's a knife on your finger. It's a knife on your finger. <laughs> it's like a transformer or something. I don't know how to explain it. Um, yeah, a broad fork would be a higher end purchase higher for your end. favorite gardener. Yeah, yeah, that would be a super super cool gift. Also, mm-hmm. a pitchfork. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> Works just as well. It it's probably kind of, doesn't work just as well, but it gets the job. It done. It gets the job done. I've been using a pitchfork mm-hmm. as a broad fork for years. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Yep. The I'd, double wheel garden hoe. Yes. Mm. Oh. I've been wanting one of those too for my in-ground rows. That would be cool, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, not just a garden hoe, but um, a cedar I think would be cool. Uh-huh. A scuffle hoe. Oh, that's a must have. My scuffle hoe actually broke. The handle on mine broke in half. So now the handle's only like two and a half feet long. So it's like, it's ridiculous to use it. Just ask for a handle. (laughs) I need a new handle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I need a new handle on my pitchfork, actually. Yeah. Um, Compost tumbler. Ooh, that would be a fun gift. Wouldn't that be good? Yep. Or two, a tumbler or two. Yep. Or a compost crock for the kitchen counter. Right. You know. Right. Get them started. Getting started. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Um, Cold frames, weed fabric, any kind of hand tools. Right. Heck, uh, a truckload of compost. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yes. Yes. I mean, these are all things that we would love to see (sighs) as gardeners, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Or like, what about like our really fun collection of seeds? Mm -hmm. Like a collection of wildflower seeds. What a great stocking stuffer. Oh, that would be cool. With a knife ring. With a knife ring. Like cut flowers. flowers. Right. Cut flowers with a (laughs) knife ring. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Um, And then gloves and like all those little things are great in the stocking. Yeah. Yeah. Do the stocking. Do the stocking. Yeah, I mean, garden stuff is super easy for the stocking. Mm -hmm. Okay, how about homestead gifts for those with livestock? Okay. All right. Think, put on your thinking cap. Mm. So maybe hoof trimmers for your goats and your sheep. Maybe milking equipment. Yeah. A pail and some funnels and strainers and things to get started. Uh If you're on that road, this isn't stuff that I would recommend you buying if you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you should have a milk cow. Here's a milk pail. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Amongst other things. (laughs) Right, right. Um, A chicken coop. Yeah. Have we talked about our chicken coop on the podcast? You know what? I don't think that we have. Yeah. So give them the rundown because you discovered it. Yeah. Okay. So for years, we have been building our own chicken tractors. Mm-hmm. Which, which look exactly like you would imagine. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they actually held up pretty good. I mm-hmm. mean, I had several that lasted like two or three years. 
um, that just me and my youngest kid built. So I'm still using some that we've we're on like year five, right? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with a homemade chicken tractor. Mm-hmm. They serve their purpose as long as they're built good enough. So point of the story is, is <laughs> I didn't want to build another one because my door fell off my old one and. <laughs> I can build a chicken tractor, but for some reason I can't build a door. Right. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a good door maker. So I'm like, I really don't want to have to build another door. And so I start looking around at like, what are the other options? Like maybe it's time to actually buy a real chicken tractor. And mm-hmm. so I'm looking around online and there are some really high dollar expensive yeah. metal chicken Mm -hmm. tractors, but they are like serious. They've got like watering systems on them already Mm -hmm. and hanging feeders and, you know, lifts on the back Mm -hmm. so you can pull them easier. But literally they start at like $1,500 and I'm not going to spend that kind of money on my meat chickens. So it's kind of defeats the purpose. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I don't even know why, but I started looking around on Amazon. I'm like, huh, metal chicken coop on Amazon and this plethora of metal metal chicken coops pops up on Amazon, and they start at like 150 bucks. Right, and they come in basically three different sizes. I bought the medium size one, which I it's like nine and a half by like 13, I think, yeah. roughly. And it is a metal frame that clicks together with the buttons, mm-hmm. and you basically build the whole frame, and then it comes with chicken wire and a door that's already made for you. <laughs> and a tarp. And a tarp, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the tarp is fairly water-resistant, mm-hmm. um, UVA, UVB type of material. So um, the tarp only covers half of it, and it was it was so easy to put together. I mean, yeah. So Jenny bought one. Yeah. I let her be the guinea pig and said, you do it first. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll check that out. I, I said, absolutely. This is what I need. And yeah. I bought one. I bought the different shape. Right. I bought the flat roof one. Mm-hmm. You bought the pointed roof one. And mm-hmm. originally I bought the flat roof one because it would have two flat pipes running from front to back, my idea was to hang feeders from them, mm-hmm. but I never got that far and just kept on ground feeding like I always do. Yeah, that's what But I hindsight, I wish I would have bought the pointed roof one because the flat top one, it does hold, even though it's just a little tarp, like right. that tarp actually holds water. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whenever it rains, I got to go in there and push the roof up and get the water off of it. But so I got the benefit of yeah. letting you deal with that right. trial. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love it because I I got it. I got the same size though. Yeah. It's it's like nine and a half by thirteen, I think. Yeah. And um put it together myself in a couple of hours. Right. I hate dealing with chicken wire, but it was simple enough. It was one big roll. Right. You, you know? just throw it over the top and zip yeah. tie it as you go. Yeah. It's easy. I wish that it would have been the heavy duty chicken wire yeah. because it is the flimsy stuff. Yeah. So it's not necessarily something that's going to be predator proof. Like Mm-mm. if a predator wanted to get in there, they're going to get in there. No, it just keeps the chickens in. It just keeps the chickens in. So, which is fine for us because we keep a dog with our chickens. Right. So, it was a good deal. I mean, all in all, it was about $200. And we added wheels to the back of ours and a pull strap to the front. And then we also added one piece of angle iron to the front. 
Um, that way, when you pull it, it just doesn't bend that that front bar. So. Right. So to clarify, it's not meant to be a movable tractor. It's no. meant to be a, a, a stationary coop. Right. And you you can you can pick it up and put it where you want it and right. and anchor it down and all of that. But it's light enough. That, yeah. That was the attracting factor to me. It's so light. It's yeah. So I haven't made any of those modifications. I intend to. I just right. needed something to put my birds in now because they outgrew their tractors. And um, I am using it like a movable tractor. I'm just picking it up and moving it by hand, it which is great. Yeah, it now, works really great. Yeah, now we have storms predicted for this weekend like yeah. that are going to be windy. My birds might be butchered before then, but if they're not, I know I'm going to need to anchor that thing down somehow it, because it is so light. Which is where the flat roof comes in handy during a storm because oh, yeah. it collects enough water where the wind doesn't pick it up. Okay. So it's kind of like, yeah. eh, weighs your pros and cons there. Okay. So. I love it though. I love it. I'll put a link for that in the show notes too. Yeah. And we have a whole blog post, like giving a whole review, review yeah. where you can see all the pictures of the chicken coop. And I think I even have a video on my YouTube channel mm-hmm. about that yeah, chicken yeah. coop. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, if y'all want to see it in action, look for the link to the blog post in the show notes. And we'll also put a link to my YouTube video in there. Um, but it is a great option if you just need something to get started, something quick, that doesn't cost a fortune. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. So if she wants some chickens, get her started with a cheap coop. Yeah, <laughs> it works. <laughs> a cheap coop. A cheap coop. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot more ideas in that category too. Homestead gift ideas to pamper. Well, hey there, American Farmsteaders. We just wanted to let y'all know that we have a brand new website, AmericanFarmsteadHers.com. It's your hub for modern homesteading inspiration, knowledge, and community. You can find encouragement to grow food from our blog, podcast, and our in-person workshops. You can find all this and our merch store, which supports the podcast and the blog. Be sure to check it out and subscribe to our newsletter while you're there to keep up with all the Farmstead Her happenings at AmericanFarmsteadHers.com. Oh. Okay. So I went down this road because, you know, everybody likes a little pampering. We work hard on the homestead. Yeah. Um, maybe some good herbal teas in a hand-thrown mug. Mm-hmm. Nice little handmade mug. Right. Uh, would be good. Balms and salves. Locally made soaps. Yeah. Find a really good locally made soap. Mm-hmm. Yep, I I will be gifting some locally made soap that I didn't make myself. <laughs> but I'm excited to buy it and you know, support that buy local, support another farm. She makes it with yeah. her goat's milk and lard and tallow and yeah. I'm, I'm happy to Yeah, so you're talking about Emily. Yeah. Yeah. I bought some of her soap at the market. It. Um, like a month ago that we did, and I love her soap. Yeah, I'm using a bar of her pine tar Me too. soap. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. So that is a great gift. Yep. Yeah. Um, so handmade soaps, lotions, bath scrubs, all that fun kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe like I don't like to gift gift certificates. Yeah. And, and cash and that, but you know, a good professional massage, mm-hmm. not the worst thing. Yeah. Wouldn't be terrible if. One found its way in my stocking. <laughs> I, would, I would not be sad about that. Homesteaders apparel, next category. 
Overalls, overalls, <laughs> overalls. I love my overalls. <laughs> I can't have too many pairs of overalls. And now it has caught on to Taryn, my youngest daughter. Really? Who's a tattoo artist. She fell in love with overalls a few weeks ago and realized that she loves to wear them at work. Is it the pockets or is it the comfort? It's the comfort. It's the all-in-one. You Uh know, it keeps everything nice and contained when she's sitting and hunched over. And same Mm -hmm. thing for like when you're out working in the garden, you know. You've got all your pockets for everything. And And they're comfortable. They're comfortable. And when you bend over, you're not having to worry about your jeans falling down. Right, right. Yeah. Have stuff hanging out everywhere. I agree. Overalls is top of the list. All of the pockets. I, I love them. And I I bought a pair of sweatpant overalls. I know. They look so comfy. <laughs> I got them from Duluth. I love them. Very good. They're the best winter overalls ever. Oh, it's like it's like a bodysuit of sweatpants <laughs> with pockets. Now, Taryn found a pair of overalls that's made out of long johns. Oh. <laughs> I don't feel like that would look very nice on me, but, you know. They are they look cute on her. Do they? But she's a teenager. Right, so. everything looks cute on a teenager. <laughs> um, boots. Boots. Yes, good boots. Yeah. From water boots to work boots, a good pair of boots goes a long, long way. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hats. Yeah, hats, sun hats. Yes. Um, yeah, so, and then long johns for the cold. Um, but I like in the summertime, gardening, doing anything outside, I like to use those frog skins. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like you get up yep. wet and they stay cool. Yep. I put them around my head under a hat. I put them around the back of my neck and tuck them into my overalls. Yes. <laughs> you know, all kinds. I use them all over. Yeah. Headbands, mm-hmm. keep the bangs off of the forehead when it's hot. Yeah. Gloves. Gloves. Can never have too many of those. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Homestead gifts for the workshop, right? For the workshop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And maybe it's about her, but maybe it's about him too. Maybe it's about tanning hides. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. A whole hide tanning kit. Yeah. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> That would be really neat. That would be really cool. Yep. Yeah, because they have all these different cool, like, knives and Mm -hmm. defleshers and scrapers, and that would be cool to have all the tools. Um, So maybe, like, a complete toolbox. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, can you ever have enough hammers and screwdrivers? No, because they're all over the place. Right. Right, and so a toolbox to contain them. <laughs> this is where they go. <laughs> or like the sockets. and um, Oh, I did get Eric. Um, he doesn't listen to the show, so <laughs> I can say it. I got him one of those like universal sockets. So it has like all the little pegs kind of thing. And, okay. Um, so you just kind of smash it down on whatever it is you're, right. you need the socket for. And um, it automatically fits that size. Nice. So I did get that. Perfect. That's handy. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Homestead stuff. T-post driver, T-post puller. Yes. Those those things are nice to have. Yeah, a T-post puller is a really nice thing to have. Yeah, Eric has some, I don't know, some kind of way he rigs up something to pull T-posts out for me in an easy way. He does something with a two-by-four or a shovel handle. I don't even know. But um, I'm like, I can't do that. I, I would like my own T-post puller. Yeah. So... That is on my list, actually. Yeah. 
So would it be wrong to put zip ties in your favorite homesteader's stocking? No, it would not. Actually, I have a whole list of things like that where it's like the random odds and ends that you wouldn't think would be a gift-worthy item. But yeah, zip ties. Zip ties. Duct tape. Yes. Five-gallon buckets. Um, I think I said like the the um, D-clips, clasps. Yeah. Um, pieces of chain. Ropes. <laughs> tarps i mean all that stuff we use that stuff all over all the, the farm, time all the time with whether it's for animals or the garden or emergency preparedness like we have that stuff for everything mm-hmm. that is all good stuff yeah yep um what about this one's cool there's like these don't really fit in a category so they're okay. they're cool mushroom growing kit oh that would be fun yeah yeah that would be fun i think that'd be cool essential oils kit yep so different assorted oils. Yes. Uh, pocket knife. Yeah. I carry a pocket knife every day now. Yeah. I have three, actually. <laughs> I have three. It's a box cutter, a foldable box cutter. And I have one always in my pocket. And then I try to keep one in my purse. And mm-hmm. I try to keep one out at my milk room. But they mm-hmm. kind of float. Like I take them out of my pocket and leave it somewhere. Yeah. So I've got the three. And um, I love them. I use them all the time. And even my boys think it's funny and cool. <laughs> mama's got a pocket knife. Yep, mama's got a pocket knife. Um, a headlamp, like a hands-free light. You know, that's funny that you say that because um, Tori saw like a reel that you did or like a YouTube video or something that you did where you were like milking in the dark and you're like trying to hold your phone flashlight oh. or light. And he's like, Donna really needs a headlamp. Okay, so here's confession. I say, get them a headlamp. We have like, I have like 12. All the batteries are dead. So maybe batteries would be good in that random gift. Yeah, batteries. Um, a thermocell. Do you use a thermocell? No, what is a thermocell? Oh my, oh my gosh. I'm about to change your life, Jenny. Okay, so thermocells are well known in the hunting world because they repel mosquitoes. Oh, like the yeah. little device that yes. you carry with you. Okay, so yes. now they make them like in cutesy little, uh, like it looks like a little lantern for your back porch or put it next to the barbecue or whatever. In the hot summer, when it's too hot to garden in the middle of the day, the only time that you can garden is in the early morning or in the in late the evening. evening when the mosquitoes are yes. out. Right? Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Thermocell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Change your life. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. They need something like that for fire ants in the garden. <laughs> right. All right. What about for kids? Ooh, for kids. Yeah. And then we'll wrap it up. What about like some good target practice stuff? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Slingshot. Yep. Target shot. Slingshot. Fun. Yeah. That is fun. So also um, we have, I say we have four older kids. We have two older kids and their girlfriends. So right. four kids. Yeah. <laughs> And they're all getting slingshots for Christmas. <laughs> they are should, 18, 19, and 20 years old. Should make for an interesting Christmas <laughs> afternoon. I know. So Eric's like, well, what, do, what are we going to set up for them to shoot? And I'm like, I don't know. But they're old enough to know that, you know, they know their shooting rules. Right. So would paintballs be fun with that? That might be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe paintballs uh-huh. come with the slingshots. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, an archery set would be fun too. Yeah. You can go all the way from like a Nerf inflatable or something like that for the youngers to, you know, real right. bows and arrows. Like a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
wood burning kit, whittling tools, walkie talkies. Walkie talkies are always fun. Always fun. <laughs> I want walkie talkies just because we don't always carry our phones around. Right. Like we leave them in the house plugged in. Yeah. When somebody's on the, the back 10 back there, you know. Yeah. Got to get a hold of them. Yeah. So um, all kinds of fun things, crafty things. Kids are fun. Kids are easy. Like they like anything that you like as an adult, right? Yeah. So maybe like the miniature size garden tools. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So. so what about like homemade gifts? Yeah, I love... What's on your list for homemade gift ideas? I love homemade gifts. I love to receive them. I love to gift them. Um, you could do anything from like, you know, needlepoint stuff to edible stuff, crocheting. Um, I don't want to say what some of the, my people are going to be getting as far as homemade gifts go, but um, you can, I mean, there's so much that you can make from preserves to, you know, you could do like a kit of a homemade sourdough loaf and then give them an assortment of jams and jellies to go mm-hmm. with that, a little homemade butter that goes with it. Um, and then, you know, a pot holder or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this may or may not be homemade. You could go either way, but a really nice apron. Yeah. With good pockets. Pockets. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had a memory pop up on my Facebook recently where I said, I'm I'm going back to the apron. Spam me with your favorite right. apron, you know. <laughs> and I haven't because I haven't found the right one. Yeah. I, I, I would love aprons for sure. Well, somebody gave me, do you know how to sew? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just don't. Right. So somebody somebody called me like a couple of years ago and they're like, hey, in my aunt's garage is this whole, um, is it called a bolt of fabric? Mm-hmm. It's like the giant, giant yeah. rolls of fabric. She has a whole bolt of fabric in her garage that she really just wants out of her garage. Like, do you want it? And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> and so it got to my house. I'm like, I don't even know why I agreed to that. What am I going to do with a whole bolt of fabric? But I start looking at this fabric and the whole entire roll. I know what you're going to say. It's John Deere apron, like pattern. Like it's a pattern. It's like, so I can make like 5,000 John Deere aprons with matching gloves and matching pot holders. And so I haven't made any aprons out of it yet, but I did have enough fabric to cover my whole entire garden. <laughs> so funny. I still have a whole like... You, you could, know, you could still give some aprons out, Jenny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> oh my god, John Deere. <laughs> yeah. So in the past, we've done barbecue sauces, and we've made, made our own like spices and rub kits. Um, we've done, and then we would do like we used a, a wood burning tool and like personalized some wooden spoons to go with mm-hmm. that. We've sewn aprons to go with that. Um, you know what I saw somebody make the other day? They were ma- they made a bunch of them and gave them out as gifts. It was very crunchy, very homesteady type of a thing. But they were fire starters. Yes. Yeah. And so it was like she took like a bunch of like pine cones mm-hmm. and like foliage and stuffed like dryer lint mm-hmm, in them. Mm-hmm. But she made them look pretty cute. Yeah. And they were little fire starters. Yeah, that that could be cool. So I don't know. I mean, I thought it was kind of a cute idea, kind of a weird idea, but... Yeah, but homesteaders are weird. They would love it. (laughs) Yeah. We we would love it. Um, I've done candles, hand-poured candles. I've gifted soaps and the bath things. Mm -hmm. I've done all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. I love... 
I love homemade gifts. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So get busy and get ready to shop for your favorite homesteader in your life and pick them out an awesome, useful homesteading gift. On that note, we have our sticker bundle. We do have our sticker bundle. If y'all are looking for a stocking stuffer, Mm -hmm. um, all of our stickers in our sticker collection right now we have bundled for $8 for the bundle. Mm -hmm. Um, So just go to our website, into our shop, and that bundle is there. Yep. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Yep. Sounds good, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.